Live from Cerebro Sound Studios, it is Stay Busy with the half-Haitian sensation, Armand Sadler. Sadler. Um, again, I am the host of Stay Busy, where we have responsible discussions on the music business and the music culture, and we might bring in some friends here and there to bring mm-hmm. their takes, various roles in the industry. That network is strong. I'm here with some cool people. Uh, y'all know that I don't do this alone. What up, there y'all? Another voice. You heard the voice, so speak up, man. How's it going, y'all? My name is Nick Early, representing the West Coast, baby. We are here. We're live and direct. Cerebral Sound, bringing y'all stay busy on this Monday morning, beautiful Monday morning. How y'all feeling today out there? Hope y'all, hope y'all are well. Hope you got your coffee. If not, get that. And I hope your bosses aren't giving you too much trouble so soon on a Monday. Nine, hey, we got no time for that yeah, energy. You know, yeah, yeah. Let yeah, me yes. eat my breakfast in peace. Right. First thing I used to do when I worked at NBC, I would just, I would get in work. I would go straight to the commissary. Get my little food, and I just want to sit down and eat. Mm-hmm. I feel like I saw this tweet. It's like black people. The first thing they do when they go to work is eat breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> That's not wrong. No, oh, yeah, nah. You 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 could say good morning, but I don't really want to engage in a long conversation. Like, give, right. me, give, give me a couple hours. Don't say nothing till I bust down this avocado, right? Or right. this eggs, yeah. and this smoothie. I can't talk on empty. <laughs> right. But um, shout out to anyone tuning in, first time listeners, uh, regardless of what platform you're using, where you're listening, what what type of socks you're wearing, how you like your eggs, how you like your steak, what type of shampoo and conditioner you use, but just keep, keep the hair right. That's it. All, all we want is well-conditioned hair. Yes, so take care. Nourished. But yeah, however you live your life, we appreciate y'all hanging out with the busy boys. Uh, shout out to anyone who has purchased merchandise. Shout out to Anchor, our distribution platform, who will put out your podcast for free. You can record on your phone, yeah. edit, all that good stuff. It's easy. Shout out to Aaron Antonio with the photography. And of course, shout oh, out man. to Cerebro Sound Studios, yeah. and Elizabeth. All of these moving parts that help the podcast come together. We appreciate y'all. So let's, let's jump right into it, man. What you what you sipping on today? I know, I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you already know. I know. The vibrations. Yeah, I'm sipping on a little bit of uh, jasmine green tea. We keep it simple. You know, mm-hmm. a little bit of green tea is jasmine, though. Okay. We do the jasmine green tea. Um, it's good for, you know, boosting your brain function, heart health, weight loss, et cetera. The trifecta of things. But what you drinking? So I'm, I'm, I'm getting into this tea thing. Now. Okay. You got me, you got me open. <laughs> okay. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm a little basic, you know, I'm in, my, in, in the words of two chains, darling, this is oh, chamomile God. tea, but hey, okay. you got to start with the chamomile and then chamomile, you rise up. Nice soothing things, tea. You know what I'm saying? So nice yeah. flower, you know, nice, nice soothing tea. That's a great entrance into the world of tea. Tea boys for me. Wonderful. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, so the, for our half and half today, we have 
this article called What Makes a Song Catchy. Uh, randomly stumbled upon, stumbled upon this article, but I thought it was really fascinating given, considering you know, we're doing like a countdown to the Grammys. So we're talking about just, you know, song of the year, record of the year, these different sort of uh, things, you know, what's making music hot. And so I thought this was really interesting because I'm always fascinated about the intersection of music and psychology and why we like certain things and what makes things popular and pop um, in our culture. So I found this article. It talks about uh, uh, some University of Amsterdam researchers and they kind of define us catchiness as, quote, from a cognitive point of view, we define catchiness as long-term musical salience, the degree to which a musical fragment remains memorable for a period of time, end quote, obviously, right? We get that point. Um, but it talks about the different things that, like how songs get into our mind with encoding. And when it starts to go into a storage, you can pull it out later. And so they go on to talk about different types of memory, really. They link it to just memory. So they talk about episodic memory, which is how events connect to you, connects to like familiarity. So like chord progressions, familiar melodies, familiar rhythmic patterns. Mm. And then they talk about procedural memories, which is procedures that are, uh, as they say, that are unconscious triggers. So like lyrics that are physically easy to sing, easy to remember, they force the retrieval. Mm. Um, and they use some pretty good examples for that. Too. And then they go into recollection, types of retrieval. So there's within that, there's another layer deeper uh, for types of retrieval. So one is recollection. So it's trying to remember the lyrics. So when we listen to lyrics like, some 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 um uh ham on uh, like the <laughs> <laughs> wrong key I did that <laughs> but yeah you know like the little kid ham on uh, if y'all ain't seen the ham on uh, video <laughs> he couldn't even make a ham uh uh sandwich ham on but anyways <laughs> so uh you know when you're trying to remember the lyrics to a a song that's that's recollection. Uh, so if they use this example, for, for example, uh, when I go into Chase ATM, the machine reminds me to take out my debit card with an ascending minor third. This is the author talking, which is how, uh, quote, love me like you do by Ellie Golding begins. So he says, whenever he I hear that, I'm presented with a partial memory of love me like you do. And my brain start to recollect the rest or recollect the rest. Mm. Um, so that's a really good example of like when you hear a song out in public because it has something that remembers, it says in the article, something that's connected to your daily life. Mm -hmm. So if you hear something and it reminds you of a beat of a song at the same tempo that that's, that's you recalling that song. Right. And then the one, the last, the last one is recognition, realizing that you've been exposed to certain uh, information before recognizing something. So uh, it said, so how could you use that in your music? One of your options could be to make a song so uh, a song vaguely echo another song your listeners may have heard. But for fans of like Fallout Boy, the film The Greatest Showman sounded recognizable when a certain vocal riff would appear in the film, and that was an example that he used. So hmm. if y'all ain't know about Fallout Boy, y'all really need to y'all skip that. Or was that? Uh, was that what like, time? like early 2000s? Early, you skip the early, early 2000s, 2000s, like 2007, yeah, 2005, yeah. around that. Fallout Boy was the boys. Yeah, there's like. Them. <laughs> Thanks for the memory. Is that them? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Listen, that face, that face was real. I deep, deep bro, in it, bro. Everyone's like, uh, undeniable no. face. <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't relate. Cricket. If you don't relate, yeah, this is some crickets for you. Get, you get some range, some 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 alternative. <laughs> this, this this just reflects badly on you if you're not if you're not Facts. living this moment with hey, us. Man, that's why people who all who listen to like one genre of music, two genres, listen. You can't say you listen to two genres of music if you listen to R and B and hip hop. Mm. 
Those being black, you you get those for existing. Yeah, you're, okay? you're born. You're born. <laughs> you're born hearing those. Like, you, you hear those in the nursery. Like, yeah, branch you, out. You heard them in the womb, probably. Mm-hmm. Gospel too, to be honest. The, all of it, the it's, third. If you're if yeah, your family's yeah, 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 yeah. So all of those. I mean, but everything's connected to those. So yeah. Um. Yes, branch out. Listen to different stuff. Right. Try some rock. I mean, it comes from blues, which comes from and black, us anyways. Black people may rock too. Thank you. Know you. I mean, we, not all our listeners are black, but you know, hey, still. You know but listen, saying? look, culture. Well, for y'all that that aren't, you know, the melanated persuasion, <laughs> if, if, if y'all don't think that rock and roll came from blues, go back and listen mm-hmm. uh, to uh, Chuck Berry. Because what happened with my phone? Yeah, because Elvis stole from Chuck Berry and all those guys. But anyways, we're on a huge right. tangent yeah, right now. It's a, a fun podcast. <laughs> wow, more crickets. Um, but anyways, yeah, so um, really interesting article uh, talking about, you know, what makes, what makes songs catchy and whatnot. So that's it's, my half and half. It's dope. I, I, I love when people, like, apply this, like, really scientific stuff to music because, um, you know, what we always say, like, there's always a new catchy song, but have we ever really thought deeply about why something is catchy? Like, you know, is it, is it the melody? Is it the fact that they sample something like that point about making a song, um, vaguely echo another song like that's thinking about it. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people who do that, like, um, beyond, beyond just like sampling something. So that's, right. that's, um, that's dope. I, I really enjoyed like all these different definitions, recollection, recognition. Like I've, I've never really thought about, you know, why a, a, someone says oh, a certain word, like, and then it makes me think of, of a line. Yeah. Like I just automatically come out with a line from a song. Like why? That's why making songs quotable is I think is is relevant to like that whole concept of uh of recollection. Yeah. So like when you have a quotable moment in the song, hear anyone say it, like you know that's going to be something that we start to use in our speech, and it'll always remind them of the song. So mm-hmm. yeah, get your, get your pen up, start writing some quotables. That was that was a good good cup of tea, brother. Yes, good, sir. Good cup. So we gonna jump into the employee of the week. I want to shout out my good friend Katie Spalletti. Yeah, KD, KD. Holding it down for, for the Jersey Creative. She is a photographer at Billboard and Hollywood Reporter. Uh, if you check out her social media, uh, she shot Black, Anderson Pack, Blueface, Rich the Kid, John Krasinski, and Kate Papa. And I'm sure she's got some dope stuff coming that I haven't even seen yet. Um, really, really nice girl, works super hard. Um, and yeah. It's uh, it's just dope to be connected to someone who's super talented. So one more time, shout out to Katie Spalletti. Yeah, Katie. Love it, love it, love it. All right. It is time to slide. And when we slide, we do it like this. The best song wasn't the single, but you weren't either. Mm-hmm. Living in Ladera oh, Heights. We gotta, we gotta get a little, a little Black more. Black Beverly. A little more. more Ladera Heights part, just so you can Y'all deserved it. <laughs> y'all, y'all deserved that. So, continuing with our Grammy edition of the slide deck, we are going to provide you some songs from artists that were either nominated, have songs nominated, albums nominated. Um, so, I'm, I'll kick it off this week. Uh, my slide for this week is from the boy, the redheaded beast, Ed Sheeran. Featuring her, I Don't Want Your Money, produced by the great 1985. Let's jump into it. Hey, 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 hey. I live for you all day. I've been away on the road for a little while. Today I'm heading home to make my baby smile. She hates it when I am over for a thousand miles. Away and I'm not there to pick up when she dials. Yeah, she's always looking back and saying there was a time when you would be around every single night. 
But I'm not saying that I want another guy But I need you here for the good times and the bad times Yeah, they're pulling out my hair, getting mad times Not just the when I'm in your bed on my back times Baby, every time I call, it's a bad time Just want you here on your own There ain't no diamonds, silver or gold The camera plays a man's love in a home And she keeps telling me over and over She say, I don't want your money, baby, oh I don't want your money Ed Sheeran featuring her uh, produced by the great great 1985 um, Ed Sheeran is up for best pop vocal album uh, for collaborations number six um, man I I really like that album that, that dropped also several months ago um, he he kind of did what what Khaled does, but I felt like he did it better than Khaled's most recent album. You know, bringing yeah. a bunch of different people together. Um, he's he he told the he story. Actually has musical talent. <laughs> no, Khaled got talent. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. he he's a producer that yeah. takes talent. But like, right, and he's a DJ too, so right. he has those abilities. Yeah, but like, yeah, yeah. we're talking about like Ed sings. But anyways, yeah. just continue, continue. And Ed's been in this rap thing his last few like the last few years. Like his album in 2016. Or the 2017, he was um, he was rapping a bit, and this you know this song it it, it feels poppy, but then it feels hip hoppy. It feels R and B like yeah. Ed 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 did a really good job of bringing different sounds together that different people that would hard. like like yeah. that and like hers the that it sounds like an older song, and I really can't like I I, I was looking looking yes. it up to see the sample yes, and Genius didn't have it. Like, yeah, it was very rare just for Genius not to. So I I don't know if it's actually sampled, but it sounds like something. That I've heard like years ago, so like it just that's it that really recollection. <laughs> there we go. Look at us applying these definitions. Right. Me, yo, you, you learn that episodic memory. You learn <laughs> to stay busy. Retrieval. Yeah, oh my goodness. <laughs> but yeah, no, that's that song is just really really dope. Um, her her kills everything she touches. That was hot. everything. Yeah. Like, and it almost feels like a disservice to have her just do a hook. Like, you you got to give her her verse. Like, yeah, like her cook like. Like she did on best part, like oh, that's, that, that's that's her song. She, like she, that. she smoked she that. that. Yeah. So you you got to give her a verse. But I feel like for what this was, she absolutely did her thing. So yeah, yeah that's that's my slide. What you what you doing this week, brother? Really quickly before we get into mine, I just want to point out for people who don't know, nineteen eighty five. He's an amazing producer. He's one half of Division. Mm-hmm. So for y'all who don't know, Division, mm-hmm. uh, Daniel Daly, the singer, mm-hmm. and then. He is 1985 is the producer element of division. Mm-hmm. He also produced one dance hotline bling. Hold on. We're going home for Drizzy. Mm-hmm. So, um, he's, he's no slouch when we come to this music stuff. Hands he's down. Huge, one of my favorite huge. producers. Yeah, yeah. So his, he has, he has a, a really nice sound. Great bounce. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. So anyways, my slide for this week, I want to go off people. I, I've spoken on this before, but I don't necessarily, we don't necessarily align ourselves as a, R&B, hip-hop, podcast only. Mm-hmm. We have other genres that we love. Yeah. I know I love electronic, dance, pop, all that sort of jazz, all that stuff. So I actually have a, uh, a slide from James Blake featuring Three Stacks, Andre 3000. This is Where's the Catch? This is produced by Dan Fote and James Blake. This is uh, this uh, James Blake album, Assume Forms Up for Best Alternative Music Album. Say both ends. We meet in the middle. We meet. 
So yeah, just about James Blake, man. Like uh, James Blake is one of those guys that he he has his own lane, he has his own sound. But like a lot of your favorite rappers and a lot of your favorite R and B singers have James Blake in their sessions, have James Blake on their albums as in some some, some capacity, some form. Mm. Um, this man is an incredible songwriter. If y'all have not listened to him. Go explore his, open your ears a little bit mm-hmm. and open yourself because, you know, <laughs> and then go listen to some James Blake mm-hmm. um, and you will not be disappointed. It's sometimes, you know, I will be honest, like for those who are, or more, I would say like you listen for the beat, you listen to just the vibe and how it feels. It may be one of those things that you have to be in the proper mood to listen to. Mm-hmm. But given that, if you're in your room, you cleaning, you're doing something, throw on some James Blake and it will just transport you to somewhere else. This man has a great, I think he does a really great job of uh taking very natural sounds like pianos and human voice mm-hmm. and harmonies and things and he then pairs it with synths really dark bass uh, you know uh synth basses and drum patterns and really cool things and he makes this music that's very like ethereal it, it mm-hmm. it's surreal music it's yeah. surrealism in music and I think artistically, he's one of the, the top people and he really, we, I'm giving him his flowers <laughs> if, if you haven't noticed. So I'm giving, giving James Blake his flowers right now. I'm really excited for him uh, to be up for best alternative album. Assume form was fantastic. Yeah. So, I really enjoyed that. Yeah. So if you want to hear these slides and more, check out the stay busy slide deck playlist. It lives on all platforms, Apple, Spotify, title of uh, the link trees in our Instagram bio. Follow us as well. Stay busy pod on Instagram and Twitter. And yeah, 
That was those were some slides, man. I was that, I'm, I'm still. I'm, <laughs> right? I, I think that I'm reeling from where's yeah. the catch currently. Yeah, but yeah man. Uh, while I get myself together, ah, I see what you did there. Reeling from in the catch, I get it. Look, man. I I, I tell people all the time. I'm the best uh, rapper to not rap. Like that's that's just that's <laughs> how I feel. You know. Uh, debate me on it. We we can freestyle. It's cool. Wow. <laughs> Uh, it be your own bros. Right. It really do be your own bros. But anywho, <laughs> are you ready for the board meeting, bro? Do you know what it is? Come on, let's do it. Like we said, we are <laughs> this man with the drops. <laughs> we are uh, leading up to the Grammys. Uh, the Grammys will be happening January twenty sixth. Um, so being six days away, uh, we want to get into our personal predictions for um, spe- specific categories. So we're just going to go down our list and throw our predictions out. We might, dun, 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 we might dun, debate dun. a little bit. We might, you know, we gonna, you, we'll, we'll see where the conversation takes us. And the Grammy goes to dun, dun, dun. Here are the nominees. So, I cannot wait to do that. <laughs> <laughs> just be on the stage. Say some funny line in the prompter, blah, blah, blah. And here are the nominees. I'm not, I'm not using R&B the prompter. If, if, if I ever get the opportunity, <laughs> Go off the rails. I'm not using the prompter. <laughs> they, they might never bring me up again, but I'm not using the prompter. Oh, Forget that. Good Kanye Armand. Anyways. Right. Uh, <laughs> so let's get into album of the year. Album of the year. Um, what's your pick, bro? Okay. I First off, I just want to just point out who is up. Yeah. For the, that's important. The, the, um, for the award. If I can pull this up. First off, I'm going to just say, I think it's going to go to Lizzo. Let's just say that. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't, I don't, how do I describe it? I like Lizzo a lot. Mm-hmm. I think Lizzo is having a, had a huge moment. Mm-hmm. And I mean, she's still having a moment because we're barely into 2020. Right. She, she really made waves. Um, and I think a lot of, so like a lot of my coworkers who don't look like Lizzo, um, you would never have had, don't have any sort of background to Lizzo really relate to her. And they were the ones that were always bigging her up. Mm-hmm. Um, for Lizzo and I work on a TV show and she had come on the TV show and she was a guest. And one of my friends had texted me and she said, Oh, you know, Lizzo's going to be on the show. And I hadn't heard of her. I'm mm-hmm. like, who's Lizzo? She's like, you know, the one that plays the flute, like she's really dope. Mm-hmm. And just mind you, let's just say my coworker who texted me looks nothing like Lizzo. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but I was like, why don't you, why do you like her? She said, I love her music. It's so relatable. It's about, you know, body positivity and all this sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. So I think that's an, just an overarching term that regardless of what you look like, what your life experience is, uh, so far as, you know, color and anything like that, how you grew up. I think she has this relatability factor, so honest and so real that people just gravitate to. Yeah, because we don't showcase that enough in our in our world, in our our culture. So I think that's why uh, Lizzo is having this moment, and Mm -hmm. I think she's going to continue because she has the merit to back it up. The the project is good. The project is good. Um, So here are here are the nominees. Sure, I we got, got uh, I.I., uh, I think I'm pronouncing that right, yeah. by Boni Bear. Yeah, we got Dope Artist. Norman fucking Rockwell by Lana Del Rey. When We All Fall Asleep, Where Do We Go? Billie Eilish. Thank You Next, Ariana Grande. Uh, it's actually pronounced Grandy, which is crazy. Um, Grandy, yeah. yeah. She, she like, it was like an interview or something when she was like, hey, people have been, have been mispronouncing my last name my whole career. It's Grandy. Um, I Used to Know Her by Her. Seven by Young Lil Nas X. Of course, because I love you, deluxe uh, by Lizzo, and then Father of the Bride, Vampire Weekend. So definitely a, a, a tight category. Um, obviously, something that people felt was lacking here was representation for hip hop. 
Um, the closest thing we got was Lil Nas X, and that was more, in my opinion, more so a pop type project. Like it's got songs like Panini and Rodeo it's, it's with, a pop project. with Cardi that are hip hop. Yeah, have elements of hip hop, but overall, it felt like a pop project. Yeah, um, you know, I'm I'm not the type to complain about snubs just because I kind of understand how the Grammys work now. But if there was anything I would call a snub, just because there are products like Igor, uh, Revenge of the Dreamers, like I felt like those transcended the rap album of the year category, really? and could have been could have been viable options for for the album of the year category personally so? yeah, okay i do i don't know well i mean i feel like we can get into discussion i wouldn't have i wouldn't initially say that those albums i think broke into the consciousness of like you know these are number one songs because like, igor was tough yeah. like igor is dope That's and, my, and it went number you know, one yeah on billboard yeah. so um i don't know We'll, we'll talk about it. We'll get into it. So yeah, my choice is going to be, I'm going to guess that they're going to give it to Lizzo because uh, I love you just based on the moment that she's had. Um, and the album itself has has some some tracks yeah. that really went positive. You know? For sure. And I would, I would agree. I think it's also going to go to Lizzo as well. Um, I'm definitely not the hugest fan, but she's talented. And yeah. that's that you just can't deny that. You can't. Um, so yeah, I think, I, I think she got it. All right, All right. Let's jump into record of the year. And the nominees are Hey Ma by Bon Iver, Bad Guy, Billie Eilish, Seven Rings, Ariana Grande. Or, <laughs> yeah, I'm about to put mad emphasis on that. Grande. <laughs> um, Hard Place by Her, Talk by Khalid, Old Town Road, Lil Nas X featuring Billy Ray Cyrus, Truth Hurts by Lizzo, Sunflower, Post Malone, Sway Lee. Now, what are your feelings on Truth Hurts being in this category, given that song in particular dropped in 2017, but it just popped recently. Um, I, I don't, what are my thoughts like so far as like, do I mind that? Is that a yeah, problem? Yeah. I don't mind that okay. because like, I know it takes time for things to cook sometimes. Right. Um, and I think, like I said, she's having her moment. It was, there was enough noise cleared the the airways were cleared enough for her to cut through the right. bandwidth. So like, um, I'm not mad at that, that it, it was dropped later, but it's now just popping because mm-hmm. like, for example, don't Bryson Tiller that dropped a year before and then it popped a year after. So like yeah. things sometimes it takes time to cook, you know, and it's just yeah. timing. I was just under the impression that the window to be eligible to win the award, like was that like the rule is it had to be released in that time. So that I think that's what a lot of people's confusion has, has been like why a 2017 song can be up for a 2020 award. That's weighing like October, 2018 to August 2019. Like uh-huh. That's that's eligibility window. So I think that's the confusion for for people. I, I I don't I don't mind it either. It's definitely like something that raised an eyebrow. But um, hey, the, the song took over this year. It it, it had its moment. So um, it it can't really be denied as record of of the year. If if that is your prediction, well, what is your uh, prediction for this one? So my prediction for record of the year, I'm just gonna say I think it's gonna go to O Town Road. I wouldn't have necessarily chosen this as like my record of the year, mm-hmm. but it's one of those things that like, even if you don't like the song, you can't ignore the colossal impact that this song had. Right. And the fact that this song was a mix of genres that don't always come together. Um, and it brought up enough dis, you know, you know, dis, discussion about like, was it country enough? And then, the amount of things that he did after with all these different remakes and the remixes and just the people he got on him. I think that it was a true, uh, combination song. And I think it brought a cult, it was a cultural moment from all sides. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether you were a 
against it or for it, it was a moment that we all had a word about yeah. and everyone had heard it. It was one of the biggest songs. It was the biggest song of the year, period. Yeah. Like discussion, numbers wise, all that. And so that's why I think it's one of those things that they can't ignore. Mm-hmm. I don't, I, it'd be really hard for me to, like really, I'd be really confused if they just ignored that as song, as record of the year. Yeah, uh, this was a hard one for me. Um, I, I was between Old Town Road and Truth Hurts, uh, but I actually went with Truth Hurts. I think I think this is Lizzo's show. I think she's gonna run the table um, just off the sheer amount of nominations she's gotten. Um, there's always that one person who comes in and like sweeps, and yeah. I just feel like it, it'll be between like her and like Billie Eilish who like really run the table. So my record of the year, I'm gonna go with uh, Lizzo. Truth Hurts. Next up, we got Song of the Year. Let's get into the nominees there. We got Always Remember Us This Way. Uh, And Song of the Year, just to provide some clarity to you all, because Record of the Year and Song of the Year, you might think, oh, isn't that the same thing? Song of the Year, it goes to the songwriters. Uh, So the people who are responsible for the the composition of the song, not the the face or the performer of it, but the people behind the scenes making it come to life. Because we do have to spotlight those people as well. Yeah. Um, they, you know, there are so many elite songwriters that work behind the scenes and some of our favorite songs haven't been written by the person singing it. I think mm-hmm. it's important that we really highlight those people. So it's dope that they have this category. So we got, I'm, I'm not going to read all the names as mad people. Well, I just said we got to spotlight them and I'm not going to read them. <laughs> you better read I'm going to read the names. Don't read I'm going to read the names. Don't, yeah. Yeah. Y'all don't, don't judge you. me. All right. So we got always remember us this way. This is a Lady Gaga record. It was written by Natalie Hemby, Lady Gaga, Hillary Lindsay, and Lori McKenna. Fantastic. We got Bad Guy performed by Billie Eilish, written by Billie Eilish O'Connell and Phineas O'Connell. Her brother. Okay. Her brother. People don't that uh, we'll talk about. Yeah. No, I mean get into it yeah. now. Oh that's her brother. <laughs> um he produced most of her album. Like they have this real cool synergy, I think, as like a brother sister duo that we haven't seen like families making music in a while. Like mm-hmm. they're like doing things other than, you know, of course, like Beyonce, Jay-Z. Yeah, 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 yeah whatever, whatever. Yeah. But um, Beyonce Solange, but we're talking about like, you know, up and coming people. They have created a real sound, carved out a real path mm-hmm. and they're doing it together. I really love them. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, that's, that's my choice for this, this um, song of the year. I think it's bad guys and to be that because she's had her own moment. Mm-hmm. Billie Eilish has been rising into her own come since like, I think it's 2016 this time. Mm-hmm. And, that song has been everywhere too. Literally. Uh, like synced in commercials. And for those who don't even know the song, like go play the song and you'll be like, oh, I've heard this. Yeah. Either I was in, <laughs> I was in Target. I was H&M. At the H&M. Starbucks. I was in the movies. I was watching TV, watching an ad on Hulu. I was walking it, down I, the street. I <laughs> promise you, if you're mildly aware and conscious of anything in your life, you've heard this song. You've heard this song. Yeah. Uh, the other nominees, Bring My Flowers Now, performed by Tanya Tucker, written by Brandy, Brandy Carlisle. It's actually Tanya Tucker. Tanya. She Tanya. was on the show, too. She came um, on the show. Tanya. Thank you for correcting yeah, she's me. Like a, she's like a goat in like the country lane. Mm, okay. Um, written by Brandy Carlisle, Phil Hanseroth, Tim Hanseroth, and Tanya Tucker. Hard Place by Her, written by Ruby Amanfu, Sam Ashworth, D. Arcelius Harris, Her, of course, and Rodney Jerkins. Dark Child. Lover. Formed by Taylor Swift and written by Taylor Swift. This is the only song where uh, nominated where the performer was the sole writer of the song. But shout out to Taylor. Uh, Norman fucking Rockwell, written by uh, Jack Antonoff. That's the name of the song, just for people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Norman effing Rockwell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My bad. Maybe I'll, I don't know. Uh, Jack Antonoff and Lana Del Rey. Um, it's performed by Lana Del Rey. Uh, Someone You Loved, performed by Louis Capaldi, written by Tom Barnes, Louis Capaldi, Pete Kel- Kelher. Uh, Benjamin Cohn and Sam Roman, and then Truth Hurts, Lizzo, performed by Lizzo and written by Stephen 
Chang, uh, Eric Frederick, Melissa Jefferson, and Jesse St. John. Yeah. Um, so your pick was Bad Guy. Yeah. And that is also my pick. I think uh, Bad Guy is going to take over. Literally, just for what you said, like the the impact, the, the range, that, that song is everywhere. Yeah. Um, that's, that's important. My other one was going to be um, Someone You Loved. Okay. By Louis, um, Louis Capaldi. Yes, Capaldi. I'm like, what's the last name? <laughs> That's the used to be someone you love, someone you love. That song. Mm-hmm. Y'all have also heard that song. Um, it's a really great song. I love it. And this was kind of really interesting for this year, like in the overall categories, for, especially for song of the year. All of these were ballads. Like, I always remember this Us This Way was from uh, Stars Born, mm-hmm. amazing film. And this is like the other song that's really popping um, from that uh, outside of Shallow. And. Yeah, that one. And so, like, really, oh, Bad Guy was like the only song that was kind of like a medium temp, like a, a higher tempo. And I feel like, just given its moment in the pop culture, I feel like it would be the the choice. Yeah. Um, but my, I think my runner up is definitely someone you love. Yeah, I think tempo and like energy like matters for stuff like that. Like I think, but nowadays we're seeing more ballads become like huge hits. Like so, there's not really one formula anymore. Um, so that's that's an interesting point you brought up. Let's jump into producer of the year, non-classical. Uh, the nominees are Jack Antonoff, Dan Auerbach, John Hill, Phineas, Ricky Reed. Who's your pick, brother? I'm giving it to Ricky Reed. Ricky Reed has had a huge hand in Lizzo's um, album and success this year. So, mm-hmm. I mean, he's done a lot of stuff, but Ricky Reed. Yeah, just looking at the stuff that he was responsible for this year. He's got Juice by Lizzo, Tempo by Lizzo. That was featuring Missy Elliott, Truth Hurts, of course. And he's got the Power is Power song, uh, SZA featuring The Weeknd and Travis Scott. That was played on uh, Game of Thrones. So, yeah, just literally looking at this list of songs that he's produced compared to other people, um, I would have to give it to him. John Hill had a good year, too. 100 by Khalid. Uh, uh, too much Carly Rae Jepsen Vertigo Khalid but I would also go with Ricky Reed here Antonoff shout out to Antonoff he did his thing this year too yeah I mean you know to be nominated is is something so um, let's jump into best new artist the nominees here Black Pumas Billie Eilish Lil Nas X Lizzo Maggie Rogers Rosalia Tank and the it's Bank Rosalia is, Rosalia Ooh, see, you see you. where the accent's at it's thank on the eye thank you see this is, this is why I keep you here you got the culture Come on, get your pronunciation out. <laughs> I think I got that drop like twice. What to say? People about to cancel me. Um, Tank and the Bangers and Yola. So, who's your pick for best new artist? I'm giving best new artist. I think it's going to go to Lizzo. I really think it's going to go to Lizzo. It's either Lizzo or it's Billy to me, in my opinion. Um, I, I would be fine if it went to either. Mm-hmm. Um, I I just think it's going to be one of them. But I think I'm going to go with Lizzo as my official press statement choice um, for Best New Artist. Like I said, her moment has just been so larger than life this year. Mm -hmm. And I think it's resonated with so many different communities, so many different people. And I think that she has has really, like I said, stepped into into the public consciousness. Uh, in a good way. So I, I'm going to give her best new artist. Yeah. I would, I would love to see it go to Rosalia. I definitely like uh, some of her stuff that I've heard. Um, but I think it realistically it would be between Billie Eilish, Lil Nas X and Lizzo. And I would also agree that it's more than likely going to go to Lizzo. So I think it should, we've given her like three awards already. I've given her three awards. I mean, already. she's going to clean up. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of one of those things like she's, I think she's nominated yeah. for like s- might be after, seven or eight. Yeah. She's in between the six and nine. She's nominated. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, R&B album of the year that 
bring up those nominees. And that is between uh, 1123. I, I think that's how BJ, uh, BJ Chicago kid. Yeah. Uh, that's what I think. Too, yeah. I don't think it's 1123. That'd be weird. Uh, so yeah, 1123, <laughs> yeah. BJ the Chicago kid, painted by Lucky Day, LMA by LMA, Paul by PJ Morton, and Ventura by Anderson Pack. I had some trouble with this category too. This was, I'm, I'm not going to front. Me. Like, and I, I think there, you know, there's some albums that I felt also could have made it here, even though Snow Allegra's album came out pretty late in 2019. I, I felt like that, that could have made it. Um, I personally, and this might be a dark horse. This might be a, I already uh, know what you're going to say. What? <laughs> go ahead. Just go ahead. I'm, I'm going painted by lucky day. Okay. Okay. I was ready to boo you. I had my hand fingers <laughs> on the boo. <laughs> what do you think I was going to say? Ella May. No. <laughs> I mean, and I love Ella. I, I do. I, I love Ella. I really liked her album, but nah, it's, I, 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 I think lucky. And it, it's, it's hard to say cause I really loved 1123 and I really love Ventura, but I think personally lucky's project is the best of these listed here. I will say I think Lucky had between those three, I think Lucky had um a real moment with so far in R and B. Yeah. And he brought a sound back that we haven't heard in a while. That's and that's really literally from episode one, I mean, due to D Mile. Like yeah. shout out D Mile, the guy who's producing all of Lucky's stuff. Um he had a really interesting article that dropped in the Rolling Stone recently, how he almost quit music. And then he started working with, a, you know, he started bringing some traction. We had uh, could have been, mm-hmm. he had production on that um, by her and Lucky and him and Lucky been working on stuff. And so Roll Some More was a really, some Mo, excuse me, <laughs> um, was a real, real great song this year. And I think it really made noise. So I think that one is, is going to be a contender. I gave it to Ventura. This, he had a Smokey Robinson feature, bro. Yeah. And, <laughs> and that song was all over the radio. Mm-hmm. Everywhere he had Andre, and I think it was a thing that we're like people. People have been checking for Pack, yeah. Saying like Pack, what are you? You know, where you at, man? Like we wait for you to one up Malibu, yeah. And this was like the best. Like, oh, mm-hmm. I'm here, and so I think he uh, really did his thing on Ventura. It, it, it for me, it's between those two. I wouldn't be mine if Paul won too by PJ right. Morton. PJ Morton's a great guy, yeah. Um, he plays keys for Maroon Five. People don't know that, mm-hmm. but anyways, yeah. So I'm gonna go with Ventura and his pack. I think Ventura was especially so impactful because a lot of people felt like Oxnard was a miss. So to come back with an Andre feature, Smokey, Jasmine Sullivan, like ev- everyone he had on the Jasmine project, Sullivan, I forget yeah, that. Like that was that was a super, super dope project. So yeah. I, I definitely I wouldn't be mad if that that one won. Right. Let's jump into best R and B performance. The nominees here are uh, Love Again, performed by Daniel Caesar and Brandy. Could have been by her featuring Bryson Tiller. Exactly how I feel, Lizzo featuring Gucci Mane, Rose Mo. Mo, not more. Uh, Mo, uh, lucky day, and come home. Anderson Pack featuring Andre Three Thousand. So, what's your what's your pick for best army performance? Bro? Mine goes to Rosa Mo. Mm. Lucky day, lucky day. Um, yeah, I think he has. He's enough of an up and coming guy for, um, for this win to not be like like a underdog win. Mm-hmm. I don't think. Um, uh, and I think this song was important enough within the R and B lane. For it to be great, and it, I think it's for new or vocal or R&B instruments recordings, um, is what the, the official title is for that. But yeah, I think this one is really going to uh, do do its thing. I hope it wins. Um, I don't think Lizzo's going to take this one, and the only other t- other um, other competition is her. Yeah, that's my pick because 
that was such a huge commercial record in, yeah. in R&B. It was like a very, very popular commercial record. Mm-hmm. But I, I like Roll Some, Roll Some More for me. It's just a personal preference. Yeah, Ooh. I I, I pick could have been her. Um, her is like, I, I think the Grammys just really like her. Like they really they have, do. have an aff- aff- affinity. Yeah. Affinity. Yeah, affinity, yeah, thank you. An affinity for her. And she's, she's won a Grammy already. So I feel like having that on your resume just kind of boosts you mm-hmm. and it was it was a really good song. It, it wasn't even my favorite from that project. Uh, what was what up? something else? I can't think of it right now. But like I I remember like oh this is you know everyone's gonna go crazy. This is a Bryson feature, but right. like there was that that project overall was really mm-hmm. dope. But yeah, so I think her and Bryson Tiller are gonna take this one. Let's jump into best traditional R and B performance nominees: Time Today, BJ the Chicago Kid, Steady Love, India Ari, Jerome by Lizzo, Real Games, Lucky Day. Shout out Lucky Lucky Eaton. And Built for Love, PJ Morton featuring Jasmine Sullivan. That's mine. Built for Love, PJ Morton, Jasmine Sullivan. That record is impeccable. I wanted to use it for a slide, but I was like, dang, it's not even really a slide because Mm -hmm. it's a known song. Mm -hmm. Um, It's it's really great, really great. Uh, He's really bringing that that traditional R&B. And so I'm glad they have that as a category, but Mm -hmm. um, that's going to be my... I don't think it really gets more traditional than that um, of these options here. Uh, NDREs too. Time today was good too, but yeah. I think "Book for Love" is just the most traditional sounding R&B song of these selections. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Yeah, I went with "Time Today," uh, BJ. I, I'm not gonna lie. I'm, I think I'm just biased there because I'm just a big BJ Chicago Kid fan. Um, and yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, the, the, like the Grammys, they obviously award things certain ways, but but they surprise us sometimes. So uh, I think this could potentially be be an opportunity for for BJ because uh, I feel like he he still hasn't really broken into the larger mainstream uh, music world. Yeah. Like I, I think he's a very culturally loved and accepted R and B singer. Um, and he's, he's had big features. He's been on big projects, but I, I just don't think he's like hit that yet. So I think, you know, this, this, this could be that moment for him. So let's jump into best R and B song. And this is another songwriters award. Uh, so the nominees are, could have been, uh, that's her featuring Bryson Tiller written by Dernst Meal two. Which is D mile. Oh, okay. Oh, that's his real name. Nice. Uh, David Swag Arcelius Harris, her, and Hugh Soundsfire Struther. We got Look at Me Now. That's performed by Emily King and written by Emily King and Jeremy Most. Beautiful song. We got No Guide and uh, Chris Brown featuring Drake, written by Chris Brown, Tyler James Bryant, Nija Charles. Nija. 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 Thank you. She's been eating songwriting uh, wise. Like, yeah. Like she was all over Meek's album. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Chris She's Brown. Young. Yeah. She's from Jersey, she's too. from Jersey, yeah, 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 she's dope. Sorry, Nigel. Um, Aubrey Graham, Jersey. Anderson Hernandez, uh, Shay Patrick Lebrun, uh, Joshua Huizar, Noah Shabib, and Teddy Walton. A lot of people Teddy Walton that. is, yeah. Teddy's incredible. Crew, mm-hmm. No Guidance, uh, Love. Yep. Off Kendrick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Rosa Moe, performed by Lucky Day, uh, written by David Brown. D Mile and Peter Lee Johnson, and then Say So, performed by PJ Martin, uh, Morton, featuring JoJo, and written by PJ Morton. Pretty. This is a solid, this is the most solid, I think, well, not most solid, but like this is a great R&B category, um, yeah. selection for this, this award. Yeah. I'm giving it to uh, No Guidance, just because I think it was just like a huge, huge situation. Chris yeah. Brown and Drake coming off the beat, the video, the way the song hit, mm-hmm. it was just the song. Yeah. Uh, and, I just think it's just a really great song. Say So would be a more traditional uh, option to go with. They smoked that record. Mm. Smoked it. 
Emily King does not get her flowers, and I'm giving her her flowers right now. Amazing, amazing singer, mm-hmm. artist, just a true vocalist. Um, Look At Me Now is a great record, too. Um, So I, I'm going to give it to no guidance, but my honorable mentions are Amy, uh, Emily King, not Amy, Emily King and uh, PJ Morton. Mm-hmm. I also gave it to no guidance. Um, I think that song speaks a lot to the, the, the half and half from today. Um, talking about catchiness, you know, all, all the, how a song gets into your head. And I think like it was really engineered that way. Like Drake, obviously he comes with, with the catchy stuff. Chris Brown, the, uh, his music has transcended R and B. He's very poppy and he's got those songs like, um, uh, beautiful people and mm-hmm. like all, like just, he, he, he makes, he's a, been a part of songs that have been very, um, ingrained in culture and they've stuck. Um, mm-hmm. and no guidance, I feel, is, is also one of those songs. I think it speaks to the writing and the composition of it. Right. So I would give it to No Guidance. Jumping into the rap awards now. Rap album of the year. Yeah. What we got? And the nominees are Revenge of the Dreamers 3 by Dreamville, Championships, Meek Mill, I Am Greater Than I Was, 21 Savage, Igor, Tyler the Creator, The Lost Boy, YBN, Corday. So I'll say I would not be mad at any of these winning. I enjoyed all of these albums. Right. Obviously, as we discussed, you know, Igor, people felt it should have been up for the overall album of the year. I do personally agree. And I think because of that, some politics might play into it where um, it gets this award. And not that it doesn't deserve it. I I think Igor does deserve um, recognition in this way. So I, I definitely would not be mad. Um, but Dreamville, though, I don't know. Like, Revenge of the Dreamers, just the moment it created. Um, they were talking about it on the Joe Budden podcast a couple episodes ago. Like, I think a lot of collectives are going to follow their lead and how they brought all those people together and the rollout. Like, ev- everything worked to a T with, with that project. And then they also gave us really, really good music. Um, yeah, it didn't, it didn't let us down. Yeah. Anyway, um, my choice is Igor. Mm-hmm. Igor, I think, top to bottom is just different. Like, mm-hmm. Uh, it's really sonically pleasing. It's it's musical, and I mean, since Flower Boy, he's. He, I mean, the guy has had it in his arsenal. Mm-hmm. I'll be honest; I didn't really listen to him well before because I I didn't really I wasn't really down with the shock value stuff that he was doing. Right. I'm just like this, you're just doing this for attention, bro. Like keep it about the music. But I think Flower Boy and then Igor is a great follow. It has been about the music, man. Mm-hmm. And he's really gotten into a pocket in a, in a movie. And I really saw his genius. I was watching uh, this interview with him and Gerard, Jared, Jared, Gerard Carmichael, mm-hmm. the, the comedian. Yeah. I think it's Gerard. But anyways, uh, they were talking about Flower Boy. And just to hear Tyler's mind, and I knew he was always like a little bit like, you know, peculiar guy, like quirky person. But mm-hmm. hearing him talk about it was really, really fascinating. It was like, oh, this guy really is putting a thought and attention into like each movement within the song. Yeah. I wanted this drum pattern because I saw this photo and when the photo, like there's this reaction of the girl in the back and I wanted, you know, I wanted to, to create the music or score the music for what she was looking at. And like, he's really like interesting that way. And so I think it was a really fascinating album. Mm-hmm. And I think Igor people liked it. Like, yeah. People were just shocked at it, I yeah. think. So um, it wasn't necessarily, I would say the most commercial album, but even though it did go number one, it yeah. went number one. It it was one of those albums. I think that it was artistic, but also like very. I think it pushed rap forward. Experimental, yeah, definitely experimental. So I would agree. Cool. Uh, best rap performance. Let's get into the nominees. We got Middle Child, J Cole, Suge, Do It Alone, Good, The Baby, Down Bad, Dreamville, uh, but specifically JID, Boss, J Cole, Earth Gang, and then Young Nudie. 
Racks in the Middle, Nipsey Hustle featuring Roddy Rich and Hit Boy RIP to Nip, and Clout Offset featuring Cardi B. Again, tough category for me. When, when I heard that Clout record in February 2019, that, that joint was hard. Like, Cardi, Cardi washed Offset first. Like, <laughs> to well, me. We know that. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm a big Offset fan. I, I really respect his lyricism and his ability to rap. I think he's by far the best rapper in Migos. Um, yeah, yeah. And I, I really like that record. And, like, I was like, this is going to be big. And it's it's stuck. Like, I've, I've, I've heard it on the radio. It's it's still playing at function. So, uh, Racks in the Middle, of course. Really, really dope record. Um, Roddy Rich. Is just he's he's killing the hooks. He's killing. He's just killing he's music chameleon. right now. Yeah. He's a chameleon. He can do it all. Yeah, he's he's in dope the, within the rap lane. He's dope. Um, down bad. That's just r- rapping at its highest level, and you get you get so many different angles. Like you got Cole talking his his shit. You got Boss. You got JID. Uh, Young Nudie kicks it off. I, I didn't really think Nudie's verse was necessary personally. It's like four bars, but um. <laughs> But um, it's it's cool. I, he actually has an extended uh, version of that, so I would be interested in hearing it. But my pick uh, would be Down Bad. Okay. Cool. I went with Racks in the Middle. Okay. Um, I think I think they're going to give Nip his flowers just based mm-hmm. on like how the Grammys are done with you know, the Grammy, the the board and the committee and everybody. Right. I think they're going to give it to Nip. Mm-hmm. Awesomely. Um, that's just my feeling. I would I would love to see it because this would this this will be the first time this will be the only time this passing that he'll be up for Grammy right so I I feel like the due diligence there is to to give it but like yes I understand like we have to keep it objective but um I mean how do you keep it objective when this is music but I think that they're gonna give it to Nip yeah okay best rap song performance uh this is for a solo or collaborative performance containing both elements of R&B melodies and rap so we got Higher, that's DJ Khaled featuring Nipsey Hussle. My choice. And John Legend, my choice as well. Uh, Drip Too Hard, uh, Lil Baby and Gunna. Really, really happy to see that song um, make it on there. Um, yeah, that song crazy. They, for, for relatively new artists, like two, three years in, like two years of recognition. Yes. Um, you know, that, that project didn't really do crazy numbers, but that song was, it, it, it was a movement. It was a force. So really happy to see that. Panini. Uh, Lil Nas X, <laughs> Ballin' Mustard featuring Roddy Rich. Shout out to Roddy. I'll be balling. Yeah, that's. I think that's three Grammy nominations for him. So shout out to Roddy. And then the London Young Thug featuring J. Cole yeah, me, me, and the, Travis that Scott. Cole verse. Ugh. It's, never it's a not a fish fry. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this is, uh, it's another. I mean, I, I also went, went with higher, but tight category. Like, it could. I, I, I think it could possibly go to uh, Thug, Cole, and Travis. I, I, Possibly. Yeah. But yeah, personally, I think um, higher. All right. John Legend. So let's get into best rap song. We got, and this goes to the writers again. We got Bad Idea. That's YBN Corday uh, featuring Chance the Rapper, written by Chance Corday, uh, Uforo Ebong, and Daniel Hackett. We got Gold Roses. That's Rick Ross featuring Drake. And the writers there are uh, Noel Kadastri, Aubrey Graham, Anderson Hernandez, Christopher Riddick Tynes. William Leonard Roberts, Roberts II, that's uh, Ross, uh, Joshua Quentin Scruggs, Leon Thomas III, and Ozan Yildirim. I hope that pronounced, I pronounced it right. A lot. 21 Savage featuring J. Cole, written by Cole, uh, DeCorey Natch, 21 Savage. They, they didn't put his real name. That's interesting. And Anthony White. Uh, Racks in the Middle. 
Nipsey featuring Roddy and Hit Boy, and that's written by Nip, uh, Dustin James Corbett, Greg Allen Davis, Cha- Chauncey Hollis, which is Hit Junior, okay, and Roderick Moore. That must be Roddy. Um, and then Suge, which uh, formed by the Baby, written by the Baby, Jetson Made, and Pooh Beats. So, what's your pick here? That's rap song. I went with Racks of Oh, okay, again because I think they're just going I see them giving Nip his flowers mm-hmm. on that. Um, yeah, if I lied, I went with Shook <laughs> on my list. I'm looking at my list here. I went with Shook. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, yeah. I so I see them giving Nip his flowers. If not, Shook, but Shook was just so huge, and I think it was such yeah. an entrance. What an entrance! Yeah, like you know, into the game type thing. And I mean, he had been there, but like to me, that was his. I mean, blow the roof off this thing mm-hmm. record. So yeah, I agree. So, you know, it was a hot record. Yeah, so, I also went with Shook. That's uh, another another good category. I mean, I would uh, as a, you know, a fan, I would love to see Gold Roses take it, and it's dope to even see that get nominated because um, I thought that should have been a much bigger song. Um, cool. Let's jump into best urban contemporary album. The nominees are Apollo Twenty One, Steve Lacey, Cause I Love You Deluxe, Lizzo, Overload, Georgia, and Muldrow, Saturn by Now, and Being Human in Public by Jesse Reyes. What was your pick there, bro? My pick is from my guy, Steve Lacey, Apollo 21. Um, it's a fantastic album. Mm-hmm. It really fits the urban contemporary lane. I mean, he's been nominated with the internet before with that urban contemporary lane. Mm-hmm. So I think he really hits that lane. He's familiar in that space. Um, I really would take my, tip my hat off to uh, Nail for Saturn as well. Saturn oh, was a nail. Cool, yeah. Nah, my bad. Yeah. yeah nail. Dang, I, I, Mary, I, I, get your pronunciation. I know, I'm, I've, I've been off today and I, I love her. I love that. album. <laughs> you, you, you played it for me. Yeah. Right. Right. Saturn is a fantastic album. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think they're going to get the young up and coming guy. My guy, Steve Lacey, cause he's been here before in this category. Mm-hmm. Um, they're going to give it to him, um, in his first solo effort. Yeah. It'll be Not dope first, to see. but second solo effort. Word. I went with Lizzo again. Um, like I said, I just feel like she's going to run the table. Um, so. I don't think it was urban contemporary enough. I think it was too pop. Mm. So I'd have to disagree on that one. Mm. I don't think it, I, it. People in our, in the culture respect, I think respect Lizzo, but I think like she, I think she's, I've seen stuff from people calling her out for kind of, you know, playing to both sides yeah. and not playing to both sides is not bad because like, yeah, crossover artists, be a crossover artist, do your thing. Mm-hmm. And I don't get mad at that. Cause like the bag is everywhere. So why not collect all the bags you can? Yeah. I think it's not close enough to the culture in this, like this specific record mm-hmm. um, to beat out these things like uh, Saturn, to beat right. out Apollo uh, 21, even beat out Overload. Georgia and Muldrow is a very, very talented artist. Um, people don't know. Uh, shout out to Jesse Reyes. Jesse Reyes is one. She's writing, written a lot of songs that y'all have listened to. Um, so yeah, she's great. Yeah. That's fair. To, Steve Lacey. And I, th- I feel like there's gray area there, though, that could possibly uh, get Lizzo in there. So we'll see. We'll see how yeah, it goes. Yeah, we know how they be messing <laughs> around. Exactly. So let's get it. I would be tight, though. Right. I'd be very tight. Yeah. Let's get into best pop solo performance. The nominees are Spirit by Beyonce, Bad Guy by Billie Eilish, Seven Rings, Ariana Grande, Truth Hurts by Lizzo, and You Need to Calm Down, Taylor Swift. What is your pick here, good sir? For best pop solo performance. Mm-hmm. I have Bad Guy. Okay. Billie Eilish. Billie Eilish. I think she's going to... 
I think this record, man, I think people are underrating it so far as like how it's going to stand up to these other, you know, great records that are happening right now. I see Lizzo winning. I think in those major categories, especially with, with both of them in the running, mm-hmm. it's one or the other yeah. to me. Yeah. Um, and I think it's going to be one or the other, but I will go with Billy on this one. I went with Lizzo again. Shocker. Uh, for Truth Hurts. Um, yeah, that song just took over. So, but, but I agree. It's definitely between one of them. Uh, best pop duo group performance. We got Boyfriend, uh, Ariana Grande, and Social House. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Sucker, Jonas Brothers, Old Town Road, Lil Nas X featuring Billy Ray Cyrus, Sunflower, Post Malone, and Sway Lee, and Senorita by Shawn Mendes and Camilla Cabello. So, what's your picks there? I actually went with an off the beaten path choice, and it's not really off the beaten path. I went based on the numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, Sunflower, Post Malone. People don't realize how big, like huge of, of an artist Post Malone is when it comes to like numbers. Like Major. this man shatters records, yeah, decimates. Yeah, there was some list that came out like the most streamed artist of 2019. He was, of course, near the top. Like, he, he just smokes. He smokes these records. Yeah, and he does numbers. So yeah. this song really went huge. It was synced, you know, uh, Spider Man into the Spider Verse that joint. Mm-hmm. Um, so. This song really, really went up. And Swaley too. Swaley has yeah. a lot of reach. Like the yeah. the record with French twenty uh, summer seventeen. Unforget that one. Yeah. Like he's he's been a part of some huge huge records. So putting them together is like yeah. So I went with a, I went with a little bit off the beaten path choice. If it loses to um, the Old Town Road or anything else, I wouldn't be mad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I went with uh, Old Town Road there, um, but it was tough. It was tough. I was between Old Town Road and Sunflower because Sunflower is still still rocking. Like it's still a thing. Like Old Town Road, I don't really hear. Th- that much so um yeah let's we'll, we'll see about that best tradition traditional best traditional <laughs> best traditional pop vocal album so we got c by andrea bocelli we got love deluxe edition by michael buble we got look now elvis uh costello and the imposters a legendary christmas john legend and walls by barbara Stry- uh, barbara streisand i went with love by michael buble um admittedly he does numbers yeah yeah i i, I like buble a lot admittedly i i didn't hear any of these i'm not gonna front i'm not, I'm not gonna front I, I didn't hear any of these so i'm really just going off of like name recognition hey you gotta be honest you gotta be honest and i, I love john legend but like i don't know like i, I have a weird thing with christmas albums like I, I, I liked justin bieber's a lot and chances and jeremiah's from the last couple last couple years like 2016 2017 but i don't know like when i, I just don't Jump out of bed to listen to a Christmas album. I don't know. <laughs> and I love Christmas. I got music, but I don't know. Yeah. So I, I went with Buble just based off of the name and what I know. Okay. Yeah. I went with Elvis Costello also from the name. Um, I, I will listen to these. I will take a listen to these. Yes. So, like, I may mention <laughs> next week yeah. if I have a different opinion. Of course, we'll know who won by then, but like, yeah. I'll have. Um, a different opinion because I will have listened, yeah. but I went with Elvis Costello look now because Elvis Costello is like a household name. Yeah, this is a responsible podcast, but you you know, we, we, we got to keep it honest with y'all too. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, the last three categories best pop vocal album Lion King, The Gift, Beyonce, uh, When We All Fall Asleep, Where Do We Go, Billie Eilish, Thank You Next, Ariana Grande. Number oh six collaborations God. project. <laughs> we're we're, we're going to name this episode Grandy. Um, number six collab. <laughs> Grandy Grammy. They rhyme. Uh, number six collaborations project. Ed Sheeran and then Lover Taylor Swift. My pick here. When we all fall asleep, where do we go? By Billie Eilish. That's solid. 
I can't disrespect that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like I went with the, I went with a choice, another like, eh, choice. Mm-hmm. I feel like I went with Thank You Next, okay. Ariana Grande. Um, I just think that that album had a lot of songs that were really huge. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think a lot of people are still listening to it. But yes, I can see this going to Billy. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think uh, Ariana's going to walk away with something. Um, and you're right. that like I, I was looking it up earlier, looking for deep cuts, and like all those songs charted from Thank You Next. You know what I'm saying? Like all charted joints. So, really. yeah, I, I, I wouldn't be mad either. Um, and hey, Taylor could even sneak in and take it. So we'll see. We'll see what happens there. I, I think this is the only Grammys where I think like she's not going to be shut out. I don't yeah. think she'll be shut out. But I think it's this not is her Grammys. moment. Yeah, it's not for her really right it's now. It's not her moment. Yeah. Yeah. So let's get into the best Latin rock, urban, and alternative album. And I think they only lump it in for the regular Grammys. But like for the Latin Grammys, I know they break down into different categories. But that's kind of like, and when I was first looking at that, I'm like, why y'all doing that? Like, mm-hmm. why y'all just lumping it? How you comparing rock to urban to to uh, all these different other albums? Um, these different other genres and stuff. So like alternative rock and urban, like whatever. But mm-hmm. I know for the Latin Grammys, they break it down and get into it. So thankfully, yeah. I guess they'll take this for right now. So what do you have? Uh, the nominees are para siempre, uh, bad bunny, Oasis, J Balvin and bad bunny, indestructible, <laughs> uh, flor, de Toloache, uh, Almadura by Ile and el mal querer by Rosalia. Shout out my accent. Yeah, that's, that's, that's fire. I know. Uh, my pick. See, man. Yo. Yo. <laughs> but anywho, um, I went with Oasis, uh, J Balvin, and Bad Bunny. I think they're a combined star power. Um, and that product was very, very well received. So I think, yeah. Um, that's where it'll go. I think that's a good choice. I went went, went with El Mar Querer by Rosalia. Uh, Rosalia, I think she's huge artist, huge burgeoning artist. She's really making her, her, her statements. She is going to be, I think one of the biggest artists you've seen in that lane, mm-hmm. um, who can cross over and potentially show us what we got, uh, show us in the broader American market. Um, so I'm really excited for her. I yeah. think she's going to do that. And if not, she's going to clean up at the Latin Grammys. I know that much. Yeah. She was just featured on, um, uh, Jack boys, Travis's labels project. Like yeah. she, she's on the highest in the room remix. So that's going to expose her to a lot of people. Um, especially with an article. And she'd she be singing in Spanish. Keep that too. Sing in Spanish. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Only. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. So the last category, the best alternative music album. Uh, and this is vocal or instrumental. So we got UFOF by Big Thief. We got Assume Form, James Blake. I, I by Boni, Boni Vare. Father of the Bride by Vampire Weekend. And Anima by, is that Thom York or Tom York? I don't know. Tom, it's T H O M. Pretty much, I'm pretty sure it's Tom York. Tom, Tom York. Yeah, I'm that, pretty that. sure it's Tom. <laughs> you sure? Yeah. This is not Tom, bro. What the, why? Why is oh the H there? Why, why is the H there? <laughs> why are they doing this? My pick is the Sum form, James Blake. You just picked that because you know you listen to the other one. <laughs> we are a responsible podcast, so I'm, I'm gonna keep it a bug. Yeah, yes. that's the only reason why you picked that. Um, yes. No. I pick, I went with um, Father of the Bride, Vampire Weekend, mm-hmm. huge album, cultish following. Um, it's funny when I was talking about Steve Lacey, when I saw him in New York, he was, I was like, oh, what are you doing here, bro? He's like, oh yeah, I'm here for a Vampire Weekend show. But like, 
people who are tapped in are tapped in. Mm-hmm. So like Vampire Weekend, they're nice. Um, Bonnie Vera might get this one too. So I wouldn't be mad if either of those got that. But mm-hmm. Assume Form was great. I just think in the alternative lane, um, Vampire Weekend might take this one or Bonnie Vera. Okay. Well, that is our Grammy prediction show. Gave y'all a nice hour. A nice hour, Grammy. You know, hey, this is a lot to discuss. So, yeah, enjoy. Enjoy. It's going to be, be, be good. You're welcome. Yeah, you're welcome. Hear our voices for an hour. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, people complain about the 30 minutes. Like, oh, I'm, I'm not, we're not hearing you. So, I'm just trying to provide, you know, community service. Uh, bulletin board, bulletin board, any announcements? So, we got Chance the Rapper performing February 8th at Madison Square Garden. Tap in. Hot damn hot water hot shower. Uh, we got Rhapsody. Wow, Are you sleeping on chance? You don't sleep <laughs> no, on no, chance? no, 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 no. I'm just playing. Uh, I was more so doing it uh, to uh, your uh, brother in the Lord. Oh, uh, oh, you're doing it to me. I'm t- uh, all right, bro. Okay, all right. okay. We got our uh, Rhapsody. She will be performing at Elsewhere Thursday, February sixth. My my favorite. great venue. I, I loved her album. Eve was dope. So great venue. I would love to see Rhapsody live. Um, shout out to our boy Rush, our fraternity brother. He will perform. Be performing at. Fast Heart Collections presents Spoken from the Heart Poetry and R&B Slam. January 25th, we will post the link uh, for the Eventbrite on our social media so you all can tap in and get some tickets. Super talented poet. Um, and we, we appreciate the arts and we're cultured. It's, you know, it's not just about the, the singing and the rapping, but you know, get up there, you know, spit some lines, acapella. Hashtag streets. No, Hashtag V important. There Shout out, right? <laughs> <laughs> Look at the branding. Um, and last but not least, we got the locks, Jada Kiss, Styles P, and Sheik Looch performing January 30th at Sony Hall. Some more uh, rap legends. So, you know, there's plenty of stuff happening. If, 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 Go outside. If, if you're not outside seeing these people live, but you on Twitter talking about somebody's trash or this and that, somebody can't right. sing, you captain. You are. <laughs> you captain. You get a boo. Go outside, see these people live, take it in. See them multiple times too, because they might they might have an off day. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's that's one thing that they're talking a lot about in music is that you know streaming is streaming has kind of changed the way people consume music. People aren't going out to shows anymore, like stuff like that, because like it's it's convenience. Like it, we kind of we kind of get gotten lazy. So I encourage people go outside, get some sunlight, and uh, yeah, check out these shows. So that was another episode of Stay Busy. Uh, Grammy edition leading up to the Grammys. I hope you enjoy the show next week. One more time, I am Armand Sadler. That is the boy, Nick Early. And stay safe, stay humble, stay busy. Best podcast in the city, y'all mind Nick Gurley with the flex, stay busy. Topic after topic, conversation, stay litty, keep it witty, no witty, stay out, you get gritty, stay ripped. Six lines, busy, get involved. All you little other podcasters getting cross, get lost, like trying to go across, fur, or trying to run a cover like Moss, burn. Stay busy, nigga, on um, dedicated. Cornell grass, so you know they educated. Killing every episode, I know the haters hate it, but they love it on the low, it's confused admiration. We live right now, Ray J on the line with it. This podcast straight up, Trevor Scotland. Shorty send the episode, I might hit, but I left the on rad once I watched it. You know the boy. Clean, I ain't washed up. Levels crew with me, get involved, mo. My guys know the music, they are not slow. So get situated with this hot show. You know we stay busy. 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 You know we stay busy.